The Supreme Court just told Jack Smith that he has no chance of having this trial before the 2024 election. We're going to get into that and some other stories. There's actually three states that are considering removing Joe Biden from the ballot in their state. So stick with me to the end of this video to see that. So let's jump straight in here. Supreme Court declines to fast track special counsel petition heading tr handing Trump a win. So why is this important? This is, first of all, it's about immunity. Trump claims his attorneys claimed he had immunity when he was giving a speech that day because he was acting in presidential powers. He was acting in his job. But Tanya Chutkin, the woke judge that worked at the same law firm as Hunter Biden, she rejected that argument. So it got sent all the way to the Supreme Court. And what did the Supreme Court say? The United States Supreme Court, they said, we reject to fast track this argument, Jack Smith. You're going to have to go through the normal appeals process. And that is massive news because the trial was originally set for March 4th. That was the original trial date. And with that trial date, it was completely unfair because you have other people with this same charge, one of the charges, they're getting trials two years out and they wanted to give Donald Trump this super quick trial date. Now with March 4th, not even looking possible at all, what's going to really come of this is Trump's the trial's not going to be finished before election day. That's what we're looking at here. It's a beautiful thing because we already know if the trial does happen before election day, the chances are probably 95% that Donald Trump would be convicted because there's a poll out there that states that most of the people in Washington, D.C., by the way, they 95% of them voted for Biden. It's the most liberal city in the United States of America. So they ran a poll. They said, hey, D.C. residents, if you were chosen for the jury against, you know, to do judge the trial of Donald Trump, would you rule for or against him being, would you say he's innocent or guilty? Well, something like 60% said, we don't even need to hear the case. We already know Trump is guilty. So this isn't going to happen before then. That's great news because when Trump gets back in, he's just going to be able to have control of his own Justice Department and have this trial dismissed. So that's awesome. So we're going to also look at another state here in just a minute has told Donald Trump that you can remain on the ballot. They're trying to take Trump off in 24 different states but that is not happening. But before we get to that story, I just want to remind you really quickly, BlackRock, their assets are going to go to $15 trillion in the next five years. And this wokeness is destroying our country. If we want to get past the wokeness, we have to fund the culture war for conservatives. If you've been buying from big retailers, they have horrible chemicals in their products, go to ditchwoke.com to save the Constitution, buy and fund companies that care about your freedoms, that care about the Second Amendment, that will not try to uh, transition or indoctrinate your kids. So 
They have all natural American made products. That is ditchwoke.com. All right. So back to the story here. Federal judge rejects lawsuit to remove Trump from ballot in another state. So this is the state of West Virginia and Trump needs this state. So this is huge news that this judge said, no, you're not going to take Donald Trump off of the ballot in the state of West Virginia. The lawsuit had argued that Trump should be disqualified from appearing on the ballot due to his alleged engagement of insurrection. And again, who was charged with insurrection? No one was. So we've already seen a judge in Arizona, another swing state, reject this. Uh, we've seen this in every other state except Colorado. And I'm going to show you in just a minute how actually the Colorado decision by the Supreme Court, it's actually virtue signaling. Hidden deep on page nine is a special provision that makes the Colorado Supreme Court ruling very ineffective. We're going we're gonna to jump into that. But, I mean, they should have thought this through. Democrats got so desperate. They got so desperate here. Let's see. Can you all hear me? One person says no sound. I want to make sure that um, everybody can hear me. Just say he hello or tell me if you can hear me in the chat before I continue. Maybe that's just one person saying that. But I'm going to continue on. Nobody else has said anything. Uh, so Bill Barr is saying, hey, You've messed up, Democrats. You've made a big, big mistake because this is just going to backfire. And we already know that Donald Trump is the king of taking on the fake news. He is the king at turning negativity into positivity for the base. And this, this just proves he's going to use this as truthful truthful proof that the deep state is targeting him, that he is being unfairly targeted. Good deal. I see everybody saying hello. Good to see all of you all. So that makes me know that the audio is working. Good to see everybody. So, you know, with this backfiring, there's been, it's been so funny watching CNN have panic attacks when you have these different lawyers come on and they're saying, Actually, Trump's polls just went up by an insane extent. So it's uh it's pretty wild. It's definitely going to backfire. So let's get to here is the poison pill in this Colorado Supreme Court decision. This decision, you know, they're saying that it's all about what Trump did and the Supreme Court if they don't rule on it, then we're going to take him off the ballot. That's what it's kind of, they've been saying in the media. But the truth is, I'll read this for you here. If the review sought in the Supreme Court before the stay expires, then the stay shall remain in place and the Secretary of State will be required to include Trump's name. So what does that mean? If the Supreme Court declines to hear this, hidden here on page 10, I said page nine, page 10, if the Supreme Court rejects this, what it really means is Trump still stays on the ballot, from my understanding. They essentially would, the Supreme Court would have to say yes in the affirmative, you do have to remove Trump from the ballot, otherwise he stays on. If they ignore the case, then he stays on. So that is absolutely huge news as well. 
So let's head over to three states. These GOP Congress members, state Congress members, well, I guess they're not congressmen, state representatives, they are filing, they're drafting bills to remove Joe Biden from the ballots in Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. Their objective is to showcase the absurdity of the Colorado Supreme Court's decision that blocked Trump from appearing on the state's ballot based on the insurrection cause. The lawmakers argue that if Trump can be removed from the ballot, the same can be applied to Joe Biden for his alleged insurrection at the southern border and his family's business dealings. Texas Republicans consider taking actions based on the open border. So I don't think realistically that these bills are going to get passed, but it may give some more panic to CNN, to MSNBC, and to Democrats in general because it's going to show, hey, this standard that you're setting, this can be used against anyone in the future. And by the way, if you want to have, if you did want to get rid of presidential immunity, again, it's not going to reach the Supreme Court in time for this to go through before the election. But if it, if it did happen and they did get rid of presidential immunity, you know what that does? That tells Texas, I can criminally pursue Biden for the open border. They could go after Obama for things, George W. Bush for things. So this president that the Democrats are possibly going to set, they really don't want it because it opens up not one can of worms, but a whole shelf and a whole store full of worms. So, <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, that's how Donald Trump got three Supreme Court justices on the bench is because Harry Reid, the Senate majority leader back in 2010, got rid of needing a supermajority to confirm judicial nominees. And then Mitch McConnell said, oh, you're, you're making a mistake. You're going to do that. We're going to get rid of needing a supermajority for Supreme Court nominees. And that allowed Trump three justices on the Supreme Court. So these things that Democrats do, they are not thinking through what they're doing. And another interesting point about that is, People are revolting in these blue cities. They're so angry, not literally revolting, but they're showing up just being angry at these council meetings and saying, hey, Chicago, we these illegal immigrants are destroying our city. And that just goes to show, unfortunately, that the left, they have to experience the consequences of their own actions before they realize their policies are garbage. Conservatives, on the other hand, you watching, you realize, hey, if something is bad for another country or in history, we've seen it not work, well, we're smart enough to not do it. But the left, on the other hand, they have to learn over and over again, unfortunately, that something doesn't work or if it does not work. So let's go ahead and jump over to a couple polls here. This is the percentage of Americans who consider the economic conditions to be excellent or good. So in 2017, 40%, I'm sorry, 42%, 2018, 50%, 2019, 53%. Well, we all know what happened in 2020, something that I honestly can't say on certain mainstream platforms. Follow me on 
rumble.com slash redpillnews for more detail. But in 2021, 25% Biden's in. 2022, 17%. 2023, still 19%. Why is this so important? Why is that the first poll I'm looking at? Historically, over the past 100 years, the most effective way for a president to lose an election during his second term is to have a poor rating on the economy. There is not a metric more important to determine who wins a presidential election than how the incumbent is doing with the economy. So if people are just, they're so fed up with this insane inflation. It's just completely insane. So here we're going to take a look at Decision Desk HQ. I mean, you don't even just have conservative pollsters saying that we that Trump's going to win big. We also have liberal pollsters saying this as well. So here in Arizona, Trump is up by 6.8%. Again, since we are a constitutional republic and we use the electoral college, you have electoral votes meaning the most. And in the swing states is where it matters the most. So these are the most important polls in the country. Even if they did succeed at removing Trump from the Colorado ballot, in all honesty, he's still going to win and be the president. So yeah, 6.8%, which is beyond the margin of error, by the way. All of these are beyond the margin of error. Uh, Georgia, up 6.1% over Biden. He's got 39%. And by the way, this doesn't matter. These polls don't matter, or the results don't matter. Like, if, if it's just Biden or if it's RFK, some people are worried that RFK is going to hurt Trump. RFK is not going to hurt Trump because he has extreme environmental policies. He is all about the woke, make your dishwasher not work, use less water in it. You have to have electric cars by a certain year. He's all about that. Like I, I like him for his free speech policies, but he doesn't seem as strong on 2A and definitely has some, some woke tendencies. And the polls reflect that. More importantly, my point is, the, the polls say, regardless if you just have Trump and Biden, Trump wins. If you add all the other candidates, if you have RFK, if you have Marianne Williamson, I believe is her name, if you have that Harvard professor, I can't think of his name right now. Either way, all of these candidates, they only help Trump by running independent. So, yeah, Michigan, 6.9%. Biden just has... 39.1%. And Nevada, this would be so wild if Trump won Nevada. 47.3%. You got to love it. You got to see it. So I'm going to look at some comments now. I don't have a moderator, so I have to read the comments. And I'm not as, as quick since I don't have a moderator. I have to make sure I can put them up. Leslie, good to see you. Cincinnati, Ohio. Let's see what else we have here. Kennedy is for, yeah, gun and abortion control as well. Yeah, I think he is uh, pro-abortion, which is the more conservatives realize who Kennedy is, then they're not going to uh, vote for him. Write in Trump if necessary. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think a lot of conservatives would do that. Uh, the problem would be, 
I think independents and low propensity voters, I mean, I would hope that everyone knows you can write in a candidate, but honestly, I'm not sure if everyone has that level of civics education. Now, I hope I'm wrong, but I see these videos asking Gen Z or even some millennials of my generation, they're like, what continent is the United States in? Or, you know, what's the capital of the U.S.? And people don't know. So hopefully that is true. God is in control as long as we let him be. You know, amen to that. I want, I go back and forth on this. You know, God is sovereign and is in control. But how much of, of this is about like we have disobeyed God, the United States, when we've went so woke and some of the policies abroad, some of our foreign policies and all the wars we start. But I do believe God is ultimately in control. Let's see what other comments we got here. Good to see everybody tonight. Merry Christmas coming up, by the way. I think it's going to be, uh, hopefully everybody will have time to spend time with their family and, and slow down a little bit. Let's see here. I, I can't put, I see a lot of comments on Instagram. I wish I could put those on the screen. Uh, in, or StreamYard hasn't allowed that yet, but I'm seeing somebody post a news article. Merry Christmas. That's the only way Trump can win. I'm in Australia. We need Trump for the world to get back on track. That's a fact. The people, like the United States, for good or bad, the way our leaders lead is how the world goes. And if we get another term of Joe Biden, like right now, I'm just going to tell you the, the, the rate at which illegal immigrants are entering the United States. The rate is 5 million per year. So if just we did, which I don't think we are, but if we did get another term of Joe Biden, that'd be 20 million illegals. And that would mean another Republican would never win again. So these stakes are higher than ever. And that's why you love to see Trump surging in the polls. Because if the U.S. went woke, the WEF is going to have a field day. They're really just trying to conquer the U.S., the WEF, that is, with the massive invasion at the southern border. Only Trump can save America. Bless this nation. We need Trump 2024. Yeah, you love it. You go, let's see. Okay, here's a good comment. I think I'm going to read it. Let me make sure I can read all of it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. We are a constitutional republic. I know you're probably typing fast, had that typo there. Not a democracy. Standalone democracy is what the left wants, contrary to what we really do have as a form of government in the U.S. Yeah, it's such a silly debate, and they've weaponized the word democracy. And it's, I think there's a psychology term for this when you literally do the opposite or you blame other people. It's, it's projecting. I know that's one term, but there might be another term in psychology for it. But they're arresting their political opponents. They're taking him off the ballot. In Chicago, they vote on the local level, the city level. They voted for people not being able to vote. Like the council members kept, because a bunch of people in the city said, we don't want to be a sanctuary city anymore. Can you believe that? Democrats in Chicago are saying we don't want to be a sanctuary city anymore. That's the residents. But the city council people voted to block the residents from voting. 
But yeah, we are a republic and the majority of our votes do happen through representatives. I mean, we have some things we vote on directly, but the danger of democracy is you have people that don't know the consequences of what they're voting for, and it becomes tyranny of the majority, quite so. Let's see, we got some other comments here. Good to see you from Texas. Good to see you. We need Trump back in the White House. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Colorado isn't accepting write-in votes for Trump as it stands. In case you weren't here, Larry, maybe you were. I'll say it again for anybody that wouldn't hear earlier. Trump, the Colorado Supreme Court on page 10 wrote, if the Supreme Court does not hear this case and they don't affirm Colorado being able to remove Trump, then he's not removed. He has to stay on the ballot. So in other words, the only way Colorado will take Trump off the ballot is if the Supreme Court says, yes, they can. If the Supreme Court just declines and waits to hear the case, then they can't. So maybe you heard that, maybe you didn't, but I just want to make sure that everybody heard that. Let's see. See what else we got. Yeah, Constitutional Republic. Yes, we are. I mean, that's what we we say the Pledge of Allegiance, right? I hope public schools still say the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm not sure if they do or not, but it's um, we've got to get the culture back. We've got to get the education back. And that's why I mentioned earlier ditchwoke.com, but there's so many. That's definitely visit that site, but there's so many alternate culture like what a lot of the creators are doing, Tim Pool is creating music. He's creating a skate park. Uh, we have the Daily Wire making movies. If you haven't seen Lady Ballers, that's hilarious. But they literally made, or they talk about this new Snow White, and then Disney had to backtrack on their Snow White. So politics, and I, I do believe this is downstream from culture. So the way we restore America, we got to do homeschooling. We got to we got to get kids out of these indoctrination camps, and I wish we sent more conservative teachers into schools, but it, we might not have time for that. That's going to take you know twenty years to raise a generation of, of conservative teachers. But that's that's really to be honest with you, that's why the left has dominated culture is because they enjoy sitting in in institutions. Conservatives don't enjoy institutions in general. We enjoy creating things. I used to work in state government. I hated it. There was no room for creativity whatsoever. I mean, nice people, great people, but everything had to be this super strict process. So with all of that, you get the liberals in these high places, and we've got to start getting conservatives into institutions, into government. But the short term, homeschool, get kids into homeschool, and start creating movies. You know, AI, they talk about the end of the world with AI. I, I do think it's scary, but there's going to be a lot of small studios who are going to use AI to make non-woke movies, to make non-woke art. And that's going to equalize the small creators with these huge studios that have a hundred million dollars for a movie and they just like push out woke garbage. So I wouldn't even be surprised if there was something that will rival Marvel or Disney in the next little while. 
Hey, Randy, I appreciate the donation, brother. Uh, good to see you as well. Great to see you. Hope you've been well. Hope you have a Merry Christmas with your family. Let's see what else we got here. Comments. Oh, I love that. You know, that's something I should probably do. Say the pledge in front of my house every morning. That's beautiful. 2024 can't come quick enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm ready for it as well. Let's see what else we got here. Is there anything to be done? Uh, you know, this is going to require hundreds of billions of dollars to deport probably 10 million people, but it's still going to be cheaper than housing these people. And what's ironic about this is that the liberals that support this, actually even Democrats in, a, in another recent poll, all Democrats except Democrats 18 to 29 that are registered voters, everyone else said less deport. Only 18 to 29. But the ironic part about that is that's whose jobs are going to be affected most. If you're working a 20000 or maybe thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 job, that's who a lot of these illegal immigrants, they're going to go to those jobs. I mean, it's going to be white collar and blue collar. You're going to have construction jobs where they're going to lowball you. You're going to have customer service jobs where you're going to, I mean, if they're going to get amnesty, they're, they'll be able to work then, right? Or if they have green cards. So they're just going to lowball all of these Americans, young Americans, that are complaining about how difficult it is to get a, a, a paying job. And I agree with that. And I think that's a problem that's been created by rhino Republicans and Democrats, the establishment, by just favoring massive corporations over the last 20 to 30 years. So they're warning these illegal immigrants they are approving of it, but it's going to hurt them economically. And they're also, in some states, you may have seen this, Boston is considering allowing illegal immigrants to vote in the city elections. New York City already tried that. A judge struck them down. But I feel like if they keep pushing this issue, eventually there will be a city, a blue city, that's going to allow illegal immigrants to vote in their city elections. And what's terrifying about that is that you would have to have two ballots two different types. I mean, more than two different types, depending on the different jurisdictions locally. But you'd have to have ballots for legal citizens who can vote federally, and you would have to have ballots for illegals who cannot vote federally, theoretically, right? But they're not going to be able to administer that. So you would have a situation where who knows how many illegal immigrants would vote in the federal election and I just I don't see red states accepting that. If you tell me that in New York City, or you you tell a Texas congressperson rather, not me specifically, but a Texas congressperson, hey, in New York City, there's two million illegal aliens, and we don't know, maybe five hundred thousand voted in the election, or somewhere that's closer to a swing state like Arizona. I don't think uh, that just seems like a horrible path where people would not except the election. But uh, hey, I just wanted to give you guys an update. Again, Merry Christmas. I'm going to head off. If you enjoyed this, hit the thumbs up. Help me beat the algorithm. Subscribe and follow. 
and I will be back with more Red Pill News soon. God bless y'all.